Hi there, friends. We just had Microsoft MVP Simon Binder on our episode talking about securing your WVD implementation from the endpoint to the cloud. Yeah, and I've really enjoyed speaking with you. And Simon just shared with us in this deep dive some best practices for securing your WVD session host and by extension, your other workloads. So join us, because we're starting right now. Hi there, friends, and welcome to another episode of Desktops in the Cloud, your technical-driven video podcast with guest speakers from Microsoft Engineering and as well the worldwide virtual desktop communities. And thanks to everyone who's supported Desktops in the Cloud, which you can do by clicking on that subscribe button and sharing our videos with others. If you want to appear on one of our episodes, ping us on social media or our website, desktopsinthecloud.com. So this new episode is all around security within Windows Virtual Desktop with Microsoft MVP, Simon Binder. So hi, Simon, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Like talking about Windows Virtual Desktop and security, that's the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, we, we definitely agree on that. So we are very pleased to, uh, to have you as a great professional and as well Microsoft MVP on enterprise mobility in the community. Uh, so could you share before we start diving into uh, yeah, the security and, and, and the pieces and the WVD uh, environment and the demos that you prepared for today, uh, as well, a little bit more about yourself, uh, what you do in your day job and how you eventually became a Microsoft MVP. Yeah, sure thing. So I work for TrueSec, Swedish-based security company uh, that focuses on Microsoft infrastructure, especially. So what we see, and let's start there with, with the content of today, is that like following up on, on COVID and the pandemic we are still in the middle of, we have seen a huge uptake of WVD environments. And I, from what I can tell, it's going great. Organizations are really leveraging the power of that platform to to the fullest. But we, what we found is that now is the time to revisit what you did when you set it all up and ensure that it is secure. Because unfortunately enough, we find so many environments which lacks in terms of security. Works great, but let's keep on working great on Windows Virtual Desktop, but just make it a bit more secure. So my background is, and this is quite interesting, and we will get back to that later in this, to this later in the episode. Um, I'm not an RDS MVP. I have been working with Microsoft Endpoint Manager for 10, 11 years or so. So I'm actually in the MEM MVP group, but I was one, uh, probably one of the absolute first MVPs that were invited to partake in the preview program for WVD back in 2018, just for that wonderful combination of WBD and Microsoft Endpoint Manager. That has then been extended to like really what I started to speak about, Windows Virtual Desktop and Microsoft 365, where you can do both the productivity and the security together with WBD. And that's really where, where my MVP journey took off as well. I started to speak, especially around Europe and the, the US, uh, blogged and uh, do podcasts and such and uh, eventually we're very happy and honored to be part of the MVP program. And it's something I really share still today and uh, which really enables me to find the best of these different platforms and tools and services. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I, I know of course, you're very active in the communities and it's a real yeah, pleasure to see that passion that you share. Uh, yeah, your knowledge to others and help others with that as well. 
so let's uh, yeah let's get started and, and, and yeah kick off with some uh, yeah with some cool stuff what what you prepared for this uh, for this episode of course uh, yep. so do you have something here first to uh, to start with uh, to share around security and why security is so important for your WVD environments. Um. So when it comes to security for WVD, it's like securing anything else within your environment. You should be looking at it from a multi-layer approach. So you have probably heard about the onion principle of uh, IT security. So layers upon layers of security to protect what's dearest to you, of, most often your data. And WVD, uh, as we can see here, is based on the same principle, really. Uh, we'll start with the endpoint. So that can be a mobile device, a thin client, a Windows PC, whatever you, you want to connect to your WVD session host from. And we'll start with the absolute essential part, uh, which is conditional access. We'll then look, look into the actual session. So how can we ensure that data that could be malicious isn't uploaded to your session hosts? and that data that could be sensitive or intellectual property or something like that isn't downloaded from your session host to a possibly unprotected endpoint. Next up would be the actual service layer where Microsoft takes care of most of the things, but we need to ensure the appropriate access both for our administrators as well as for our users. Next up would be the session hosts. And remember, it's still Windows 10, so we need to take precautions to ensure that users don't download malicious files, that it doesn't get an entry point uh, for an attacker or such. So we'll be looking at that from both a patching and management point of view with Microsoft Endpoint Manager, as well as, as from a security point of view with Microsoft Defender for endpoints. And lastly, we'll also take a quick look at uh, Azure Firewall and how you can protect uh, and control the network access, both outbound towards the internet, as well as inbound uh, towards your internal resources and servers and network. So what should uh, lis listeners to this episode do while they yeah, kick the tires with Windows Virtual <laughs> Desktop out of the gate uh, to yeah, ensure that the security is properly arranged within their environment? So the, the absolutely essential bit, I would say, is some kind of multi-factor solution to ensure that the actual connection from your endpoints towards the session hosts are secure. You have the possibility to do Azure MFA, but I at, at all points prefer conditional access just for the more flex, the bigger flexibility and the better user experience of that rather than having just multi-factor authentication uh, toward on any, every single logon. So conditional access and the second piece I would say in general would be patching. So think through your patch management technique for your session hosts. And there are multiple options, which we'll get back to later. But multi-factor authentication somehow for the connection and patch management for the session hosts. Those are the essential bits. Yeah, that's that's great. And that definitely resonates what we uh, yeah represent as well to customers. Yeah. So do you have some demos to that? Uh, yeah, to basically level set how it looks and feels as well, how they can do it themselves, the, the viewers. Yeah, absolutely. So let's head into conditional access first. And um, this is a logon from one of our users. And when I sign in using my password, 
から
may be what you want. You may possibly want to move files from your endpoint to the cloud, but in some instances, they that may not be the the thing you want to do. And that's also something to take into consideration when you configure your host pools. You can have a more secure host pool and a more office-like host pool, which would allow you to do, to do different things. So the default one would be to not redirect these things. So it's more about, would you like to do that? And if so, do remember what that would allow you and disallow you from doing. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And we can do that for our not only our drives, but also printers and yeah. our clipboards as well. Yeah, and, and that's very similar to what I do with mobile devices with application protection policies from Intune. What are you allowed to do from a like cross app point of view? And in this case, cross desktop or cross uh, device point of view. So clipboard or device redirection. Yeah, that are great insights, and I definitely, this is yeah, definitely something very important for people that yeah, they don't really know what is like coming after the deployment to optimize it. So let's, yeah, extend that and yeah, share your perspective on how people can secure and deploy and manage like session hosts and applications better uh, regarding yeah. WVD. Yeah, and and I think this is this is my core when it comes to technology management of formerly mostly physical devices, which are now the endpoints, uh, but now also quite a lot around uh, WVD. And I think that's where you first need to look at what you know yourself. Uh, I will be showing and presenting how you can do it with Microsoft Endpoint Manager, but if you are more experienced with other techniques of doing that, that's also fine. The only thing to have in mind there is just as if it were a physical endpoint, ensure that only the apps you really need is on that session host, that they are kept up to date, and that's your responsibility. So ensure to have some kind of management if that's based on Microsoft Endpoint Manager, regardless if you want to use Microsoft Intune or uh, Configuration Manager, both of them are supported. And I tend to combine them with co-management so you get the best of both worlds. Or if you prefer to use some other kind of technique like image management or such, that's entirely up to you. But ensure to keep those devices up to date and to do that as fast as you possibly can. In this case, I have a co-managed device. So I have the Config Manager agent installed. It's And it has access to a DP in Azure as well. Uh, I have also it under Intune management, so I can do compliance policies. And we won't go into the the support of uh, multiple sessions and one session on, on one device at this point, but you have those options. And it's something that both teams, so the WVD team and the Microsoft Endpoint Manager team is working hard on uh, working, uh, working through. So ensure that you have that management and I prefer to use Microsoft Endpoint Manager for that. And like I said, it's now very much supported in, in all of those three scenarios. Uh, we also have the regular Microsoft Defender here, but also I always advise all of my customers to uh, also implement Microsoft Defender for endpoints. And that also works brilliantly well on the session hosts. If it's a personal desktop, so one user on one device, then that's just as any physical device. If you run um, a pooled session host, so with multiple concurrent user sessions, the only thing you currently need to have in mind is that there is an official support statement saying that 
it's not supported with more than 25 concurrent sessions. But other than that, it works just fine. That looks great, Simon. But uh, what about from the administration perspective? Uh, could we have some other way to, uh, to enforce WVD security from a administrator's level? Yeah, great question. And one of the things that are, again, essential from a, a general security point of view, the, the thinking and, and thoughts around least privileges and just-in-time admin. So since this, again, is basically built in at the core of Azure Resource Manager, you can assign and activate administrative roles using Privilege Identity Management or PIM within Azure AD Premium. So that allows you to only have the required privileges to a certain application group, certain host pool, or the service itself only when you need it and not have that permanently assigned to your user. And that's highly recommended, not just for Windows Virtual Desktop, but really for any kind of administration within Azure or for the matter on-prem infrastructure. So PIM is something you definitely could implement here. Um, and then just the imagination sets the, the bar for how advanced you want to make that workflow and how granular you want to make that uh, privileges for the service host pool or application group. Yeah, that's great. So uh, thanks for sharing those insights. So la one like last thing we wanted to uh, to yeah. ask you is around network security. So what would you uh, you like to share on uh, like network traffic inbound, outbound, and what are the optimizations around that? Yeah, and and as you are aware of, and probably many of the the people that are viewing this, one of the really cool features of WVD is that outbound connection which makes it really secure from a networking point of view uh, to connect to the session host. But once you're in that session host, then it's up to you as an administrator to figure out, okay, what does that user really need to have access to from that particular session host? Uh, you have some options of doing that. That could be network security groups. It can be even Microsoft Defender for endpoints when it comes to web content filtering and such. But for the most advanced options and the most granular options, I tend to use uh, Azure Firewall. And um, in this case, I have configured Azure Firewall, Firewall. To, to allow all the WVD services on my session host. So you can use do that using FQDN tags or by uh, specifying the FQDNs that's needed. And that's for storage, for authentication and such. And on top of that, I have also allowed access to a specific URL, in this case, google.se. So if we head back to my session host here and open Edge, try google.com and I will be given an error message, I can't reach this site, but just change this to SE, and that works just fine. So you have the ability to both control the outbound traffic, so what are you allowed to do on your session host? It may not be desirable that you stream videos and, and play online games on your session hosts, so that is something you can configure with various tools, but also one of the primary things you should secure is to ensure that if you are on a session host, that you only have access to what you actually need to access in your internal network. So 
that's when, when I speak to customers that are using VPNs today, I tell them that, okay, you should be using something else in my opinion. But if you do the same thing with WVDs where you allow full traffic from your session host to your internal network, that could be uh, a potential security concern as well. So be sure that if you have a session host with specific apps, only allowed traffic to the servers and uh, resources that those apps need access to and try to limit the additional uh, network connections, both outbound and inbound. So before we close off, um, is there any like specific internet page on the WVD documentation page that you would recommend to the viewers uh, yeah, to use as an like extending learning um, yeah, page website uh, as part of this, uh, this episode? Yeah, so there are some, some great resources out there, both to secure your Azure infrastructure in general, but also WVD in particular. So the security best practices are a very good starting point, which will help you secure your Azure infrastructure and therefore also your WVD environment. But there are also some more WVD specific um, resources out there, which you can find on, on Microsoft Docs or uh, around in the different community sites out there and tech community, of course. But start with the security best practices for WVD and Azure, and you should have a very good place to start. Well, thanks, Simon. This has definitely been a great deep dive on security. Um, how can folks get in touch with you or maybe follow you on social media? The, the easiest way is to add me on Twitter. So I'm at BinderTech, uh, and you can also find me under both the Twitter account and hashtag KneeDeepInTech, which is blog and podcast for me and a couple of other community friends. So at Binder Tech or at Tech, and you will find me on Twitter. That sounds great. And uh, thank you for joining us today on Desktops in the Cloud. Be sure that you are subscribed and that you've clicked the like button on this and all of our other videos. And don't forget that notification bell so that you can find out when our latest videos come out so you can stay on top of all the great things happening in WVD. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.